Jake, you will not believe the dream I had the other night. You yeah. were there. You were t- you were going off about about mad cow disease and and monkey rodeos and <laughs> Oprah was there. Oprah was there. Oprah. Yeah, That's yeah. He, great, she, man. She was there. The the bird flu was back. It was it was crazy. Was, uh, was and then I woke up. Was there was there a, w- a weird like spastic dude who thought he was a doctor yelling about mm. how the fish were gonna catch the mad cow disease? There was <laughs> mad fish disease. Oh, crazy! Yeah, <laughs> nuts. Ah, uh, Jake. Of course, I'm joking. I uh, I fell asleep during Westbro's last last week, and I feel bad about it. I prepared a little statement here. Playing. I'm very upset about this. I prepared a little statement here about my actions that I will now read aloud to you. Oh. <clears throat> I would like to profusely apologize for my behavior on Westbros this last week. While I am excited at my prospects of potentially winning a Broly award after being the first person to ever fall asleep on an episode of Westbros Mig Rexesh, I understand my actions deeply affected many people, including my co-host, Jake Westbrook. Vowing to never have something like this occur again, I went to work to find out why I happened to be so tired during a Rexesh. I immediately rule out the possibility of me being tired as a result of our recording happening at 1am. Instead, I landed on the conclusion that my diet had caused this apathy. My lackadaisical behavior was definitely due to the meat I had been consuming. In the, interest, in the interest of doing what's best for myself, Westbros, and all animals everywhere, I have given up all animal products and have gone completely, 100%, absolutely, totally vegan, as far as practical. It has now been several days since I started eating only plants, and I feel... Okay, well... Oh, sorry, I, I blacked out for a second. Uh, it's been several days since I started eating only plants, and I feel fantastic. I decided uh, to go vegan as far as was practical and possible. And then yeah, I realized yeah. it's really impractical to only eat plants. <laughs> the whole thing, just in general, is not very practical. <laughs> so uh, so I hope I hope we can continue... Uh, going about, going about Westbros. Let bygone, bygones by, be bygones. Water under the bridge. Uh, Soylent under the soy boy. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. McLean, I think out of all the things you missed last week when you uh, fell asleep during the recording, I think the, the 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 last paragraph we read from the the vegan cowboy book. I'm just really sad that you missed that. So I'd like to repeat it again mm. here, if I may. Because it's, it's very good. It's, it's very good. It's a work of art, this paragraph. So, if, if you will, if you'll allow me. Please. It's from uh, Howard or maybe Harold Lyman. I don't actually remember. I keep mixing it up. It's, it's either Howard. It's one of those H names. Make no mistake about it. The fatty, meat-oriented, standard American diet is a ticket to the hospital. Often a one-way ticket. Like a stalker in a B-movie thriller, the diet will get you sooner or later. And in the hospital, they will feed you more of the same. You may see the light in protest, but this fruit is what got me here. But no one will care. It'll be too late. You'll be in the arms of the great 
killing machine on the operating table as the anesthetic starts to kick in. You may have an epiphany and realize that the doctors who stand ready to compassionately operate on you to try to save you from the effects of your diet are not so far removed in the grand scheme of things from the men who compassionately wield the stun guns on the cows lining up with slaughter. <laughs> the animals will have their revenge. I agree with this 100%. Eating animals is cruel, wrong, and completely... Frank, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I blacked out for a second. <laughs> completely unnatural. <laughs> the unnatural. Yes, we're going back into the world of the, 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 the melodrama. vegan cowboy. The melodrama. Ah, uh, yes. A world Yeehaw. I know all too well. <laughs> Woo! All right. <laughs> now, now, Jake, I mentioned this last week uh, before my, my nap set in, but uh, just to kind of ask, beg the question again, uh, you have a vegan cowboy. When you take away all of the animal products and exploitation associated with being a cowboy... What exactly is left? <laughs> just the boy. <laughs> it's just a boy. It's a soy boy. You just have no guy. horse. You have no cows. You got no boots. Got no hat. Just a guy. Yeah. So, all right. We started off uh, the this 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 section of the vegan cowboy book with um, so this is a common thing. The vegans will slam uh, Doctor. Well, it was a common thing in the early two thousands because. Dr. Atkins had just died. And so that was that was like the big proof of like, see, Dr. Atkins died. He he slipped on the ice and had a stroke. <laughs> but no, well, you they, know <laughs> they freaked out about this. They insisted that Dr. Atkins, Dr. Atkins' wife, Dr. Atkins' doctor, and the coroner all lied. They all lied. It was actually the diet that killed them. Like, no, they legitimately... It's like a weird conspiracy theory. They all legitimately believe that the diet killed them. Well, you know how no that proof. meat will make your, your feet slippery. <laughs> yeah. Unsurprisingly, Dr. Atkins is not here to defend himself. Since he is dead, Doctors <laughs> Esselstyn, oh, Ornish, Barnard, McDougal, Clapper, Furman, Gregor, and Campbell are all alive and well, thank you, and quite fit, incidentally... Have you ever seen a photo of any of those men, sir? Have you ever seen a single photo of Dr. Greger? Or Dr. McDougal? They are all like the most emaciated, skeletal, skinny, fat, sick-looking people. All of the doctors he just listed, except maybe Dean Ornish, but he's not vegan. He'll eat some meat. The rest of them, though, they all just look awful. They look like crypt keepers. It's just nuts. I mean, this was 2007. Maybe they weren't as bad, but geez, you cannot tell me that. It's ridiculous. By comparison, just as a side note, all of the carnivore doctors, the ones that these days, uh, like Dr. Greger and people on YouTube will scream, Oh, they're killing people with this advice. They're killing people by telling them to eat only meat. All the carnivore doctors are, are ripped and amazing looking. I wonder... I wonder if this could have anything to do with the diet. No, that can't be it. That can't be it. Actually, one of the interesting things about Dr. Atkins was that at the time of his death, he was overweight and was yeah, not actually was, on uh, the diet. No, so there was water retention after he had the stroke during his coma. Oh, I see. That's what the coroner said. And all the and all the, all the vegans went, oh, well, they're lying about that, clearly. No, that's from the diet. That can't be. <laughs> it's like, come on, you dorks. You absolute dorks. Knock it off. Ah, uh, it's just so silly. 
Anyway, now, with all due respect to my good friends Esselstyn, Ornish, Barry, McDougal, Clapper, Fermi, Gregor, and Campbell, brilliant, insightful, and decent men all. Of course. I don't know Dr. Gregor's decent because he preaches with the Taiwanese cult leader. I've decided to part company with them in one respect. I do... We should... Man, every week we should look at each of these vegan doctors because they're all nuts. Dean Ornish, he's like the most popular one of them all. He was the one who beefed with Dr. Atkins the most back in the day. Dean Ornish became vegetarian after he joined like a Swami guru thing who told him it was the path to enlightenment. It's really weird. Um... Anyway, I've decided to part company with them in one respect. I do so humbly, since I know they possess a greater depth of scientific knowledge than I. They've all deserved well-deserved recognition for making overpowering and compelling cases in books, journals, essays, and lectures. But I've been thinking about it, and I think they give animal foods too much credit. You see, I don't believe that animal food is really food! It's a mere linguistic quibble, but stay with me. It defines it how to... Just a quick, if I may ask. Huh? <laughs> Look, it depends how we define the word food. Webster's defines it as any substance taken into and assimilated by a plant or animal to keep it alive and enabled to grow and repair tissue, nourishment, and nutriment. That's funny, because... Uh, animal products have they have protein, which we need to maintain muscle. They have fat, which is essential. We need it. They don't have they don't really have carbohydrate, but the body has no need for carbohydrates. So it kind of seems like animal foods are the perfect, the perfect food. Oh wait, what's this say? Uh, animal foods don't accomplish that because they lack carbohydrates, the body's natural fuel for energy. They lack enzymes and fiber and disease-fighting antioxidants. All that is supplied by animal foods is protein, fat, cholesterol, and some minerals. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This dude. The actual important parts of food? Oh, yeah, that's the only thing meat has. The stuff you don't need? Meat doesn't have that, so clearly meat isn't food. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a vegan cowboy. Yes. Technically, this alleged food could keep you alive if you had nothing else to eat. But then, see, that's how I feel about vegetables. But then, your body would have to burn protein and fat for fuel, which would put you in a state of ketosis and would pose a threat to your kidneys. Wait, no, he's just describing keto and then calling it a bug when that's that's the feature. He thinks keto is like a cancer or something. It's like, oh, you don't want that. Yeah, Jake, sure, you could put your put your key in the ignition of your car and then turn it, but then the engine would start burning gasoline uh, while using the battery from the car, and then you'd be able to uh, propel yourself forward in different directions. Uh, don't you see how bad that is? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's the idea. The fat is un... <laughs> Maybe we can't hear a painting if I told you that the fat was saturated. Uh. <laughs> and the protein is unhealthy, excessive, and so pure. I love when vegans talk about, oh, we, we, we eat way too much protein. The body doesn't need that much protein. And they're just stick figures. <laughs> my, my favorite meme is the one of, like, the... 
the, the, the stoic guy, and he's talking to this just total skeleton with hollow eyes. Hey, are you aware that vegan diets lack vitamin A, B6, B12, D, F, K2, CLA, carnitine, carnitine, cholesterol, CoQ10, creatine, hemine, saturated fatty taurine? The skeleton goes, show me the studies! Show me the studies! <laughs> show me the studies! Oh, man. Behind the belief in the privacy of animal protein is the most dangerous dietary myth circulating. <laughs> it's just dumb. <laughs> you people. And the, yeah, okay, he goes into the book, The China Study. So, so the China Study, <laughs> it's the, like the worst, like, cherry-picked example of, hey, we looked at a bunch of places over here where they ate a bunch of plants. They didn't have heart disease. So cherry picked. Uh, the China study is frustrating because that's that's a myth that's st- it's still floating around these days, although it's been largely debunked. But uh, you know, because it's a, it's a funny thing when they do these studies. Like they try to compare the American diet to like a diet of people who like they don't eat as much of the Western foods, you know. And so mm-hmm. th- their theory is, oh, the, the difference is that Americans just eat more meat. But look, they get more heart disease than the people in China, that kind of thing. And <laughs> epidemiology is junk science. Hey, you know what else Americans eat more of than the China? Vegetable oils. You know, the actual real cause of heart disease. Thank you, Seth. I know, it's really stupid. Americans don't get enough grains in their diet, I think is the big problem. <laughs> I love it. I got a new Carol Adams book, book Lane, and, uh... So Americans, uh, before the 1900s, ate, yeah, mostly meat, maybe, yeah, like twice as much meat as we do today, it's like the main part of the diet, very little fruits, vegetables, grains, uh, but then, that all, that all changed after the dietary guidelines, well, it, it started to change around the turn of the century with the new factory foods, but then the dietary guidelines after World War II, that started to change, but Carol, we'll get into this book some other time, but Carol has this theory that actually, uh, America's was like mostly vegetarian, and then the meat industry created the food pyramid to, to insist that meat was an essential food group. <laughs> it's the most insane, unsupported nonsense I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, Carol! Sorry, we're not talking about Carol. We're talking about the vegan cowboy. I'm sorry. Ask yourself this. If you were going to be locked in a cave for one year, a cave equipped with a refrigerator, a stove, and cooking utensils, and you had a choice of stocking that cave with an unlimited supply of fruits, grains, nuts, seeds, and vegetables, or only meat, what would you opt for? Well, let's see, meat's the only thing that would actually keep me alive in the long term. If I lived on only fruits, grains, nuts, and seeds, I would die. <laughs> I think even the most diehard steak lover could not endure the prospect of eating nothing but meat for a year. Anyone who tried it would be lucky to survive without his organs failing. This is why the human race contains untold millions of vegetarians and vegans, but no true carnivores. That is not just wrong. That is like the complete opposite of truth. That is like anti-truth right there. That is like so wrong, you can't possibly get more wrong. There has been no society on the face of the earth in all of human history who has ever lived birth to death without animal products. It has never happened, not once. However, I can point to thousands of examples through history of cultures and societies that lived only on animal foods. I can just name the Eskimos and the Maasai just off the top of my head. Howard... You've bought the propaganda way, 
it's the problem with the vegans, man. They have, it's like, it's like you have regular science, and then you have vegan science. They live in their own little world, where they repeat these things back to each other, and they just assume like it's true and commonly accepted fact, because the only people they ever listen to are vegans, you know, an echo chamber, if you will. But it's like, it's little sayings like that get batted back and forth, and they just assume there's truth behind it. But they just assume that somewhere along the way, someone did a study and found this out. But it's just something someone said. Um protein so th there's another one that i was thinking about recently is the the protein too much protein will give you kidney failure or something like that there's literally no zero there is zero proof to that zero research there's not even epidemiology behind that literally somebody just started saying that one day mm. <laughs> oh, that's nuts it's dumb well that kind of that kind of happened with a lot of stuff about veganism is that i think everyone just like, the popular idea now is that everyone just kind of assumes veganism is healthier. They just don't want to do it. And, like, so you have people that, they're like, yeah, eating vegetables. Or eat, I'm well, yeah, sure they just have a good really propaganda healthy. arm. Like, yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody before the 19... Well, actually, I think nobody before the uh, religious people, the Seventh-day Adventists, nobody before them would ever have even conceived of the idea, oh, eating only vegetables is the healthiest way to eat. Nobody ever would have thought that. Because they had, they didn't have propaganda floating around. They didn't have the media telling them what was healthy. They had their own direct lived experiences. Well, that was before the the meat industry. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. The meat industry came along and and put that in our heads. So McLean, you know, <laughs> you know how the you know how cowboys they got their their leather cowboy boots and their yeah, their I'm leather, familiar. Their chaps and all that. As something Nobody of a looks. fake cowboy myself, I'm quite familiar, Jay McLean. Nobody looks at a leather jacket and sees it as food. Well, neither is your steak food. It just happens to taste better than your jacket. It's not necessarily more nutritious. Um, no one looks at like a, a silk, uh, what, what's, you, <laughs> you can make the same thing, you can make the same arguments about, you, how is that? I was on Earth Slash Vegan. <laughs> I was on Earth Slash Vegan reading something about how why, why do vegans want replacement meats and stuff like that, and like all the replies were, well, meat tastes good, we just don't want to eat it. Isn't it very weird that if if this is really if we're not supposed to eat meat, if if we're really supposed to get all, if it's the healthiest thing, if like we're designed to eat only vegetables. Why would meat taste good to us? Isn't that weird? If it, meat was actually bad for us, why would meat taste good to us? Probably. That, like, completely flies in the face of... Well, it flies in the face of both intelligent design and, if you believe in evolutionary theory, it flies in the... Like, that wouldn't make any sense. But, like... like under evolution, you, like, if you eat something that's going to kill you, but it tastes good, like, that's... That's, a, that's like a defect. You die. That... That mutation, whatever, would die out. Like, but, that would be but, the dumbest this, thing. This, you don't see gorillas. To... You don't see it. so gorillas are designed, or if you if you will evolved, if you believe that I don't. But gorillas are designed to eat only. Uh, they'll, they'll eat a little meat, but okay. Um, let's look at okay elephants. Elephants eat you know lots of fibrous grass and stuff because they, they're designed to process it. You don't see elephants like chowing down on a monkey one day and then they stop and go, oh, sorry, it just tastes so good. Got to go back to the grass. Again, your own lived experience. Stop listening to the friggin' propaganda. But, like, the whole thing about the, oh, your jacket isn't food, so why do you, 
you you don't believe in buying animal products either. You don't you don't think the jacket is a jacket. It's a cow. So like you can't. Actually, your, no, can you think of it? Your cotton shirt isn't isn't food. So why do you think other plants are food? That's Going dumb. That's that, a dumb argument. Going off of that same logic, it's funny how animals enjoy eating their species specific diet. Like, like, you know, the herbivores enjoy eating plants. Plants taste good to herbivores because that's what they're supposed to eat. I wonder, it's, it's funny, give kids vegetables and they spit them out. Just a thought, just a thought, you know. Now, I've never roped a steer because I don't know how. And I sure ain't fixing to start in now. I'm a vegan cowboy. Yeah. Let me tell you, as a former cattle rancher, I'll tell you what meat actually is. Reconstituted grass and grain, pure and simple. You'd be better off eating the grain yourself and cutting out the bovine middleman. <laughs> it's great. It's a great thing that cows do. They take indigestible grasses that we can't eat. We can't get nutrition out of them, and they convert them. They're like little little bioconverters. They convert them into edible protein and fat. It's really amazing what animals can do. Because I am on a vegan diet, I eat only vegans, vegan animals. <laughs> well, yeah, that just eliminates the middleman. Imagine that you crawl it. <laughs> Imagine. How did I, partner? Imagine that uh, you crawl to my house in the great state of hunger after being stranded without food for a week and ask me if I have any food to share with you. How would you feel if I said yes and offered you a large bag of potato chips? Not very pleased. Yeah, because that's, uh, that's just indigestible plant crap. That's, it. that's not actual it's food. That's not nourishing because there's no protein and fat in that. It's just whoa, whoa, greasy Jake, Jake, potato chips. Jake, as a Idahoan, if you could uh, use a different example of plant food, that would be great. <laughs> uh, potatoes are actually quite nutritious, and you'll find that... <laughs> Never mind. But the point is, yeah, that's just empty calories. I think that's the thing about eating carbs or a carb-heavy diet, something that I've experienced in the past couple weeks, is that... You, oh, you tend to overeat because you eat a bunch of food, but it's not, like, very nutritionally beneficial. Well, it's not beneficial. Your body is not... Your body goes, oh, you, this isn't food. We still need food. We're hungry. Even if your stomach is full, you, you have crammed your stomach full of plants, you will still be hungry because you have not gotten any actual food. Yeah, it's empty calories. Yeah, well, yeah, that's where that term comes from. But, yeah. All right, how about if I offered you a bowl full of M&Ms? You'd say, nope, sorry, that's not food either. What if I offered you a steak? I would say, thank you. Thank you for giving me some say, real yeah, food. I would say, thank God. Oh, my goodness. Well, you never off. heard of anyone breaking a fast with sirloin. But I guess if you were meat eater and hungry enough, you might jump at the offer. Yet what? the fact is... Time out. You, Time out. Like, hold on. You'd hold be on. better hold off. On. You'd be better off with potato chips or M&Ms. First off, what? Second off, <laughs> if I was starving, if I was starving and I came to your house, I think I would eat the potato chips and M&Ms anyway. If I was like, if I was dying of hunger, yeah, I think I'd grab the potato chips and M&Ms. But they wouldn't have the same <laughs> nutritional benefit as like a sirloin steak. No, McLean, McLean, there's no nutrients we get from. Look, listen, McLean, beef is not beef's not good for you. You, you, your body would be craving carbohydrate-rich foods, fruits, grains, vegetables, and that is precisely what everyone who crawls into my home. If you're is crawling served. on the ground, dragging yourself to their house, and they feed you salty <laughs> potato chips. 
Nothing better. Nothing better for you. If you don't believe me, ask my cat. You know cats are pure carnivores, <laughs> right? Even if you feed the cat vegan, it'll die. Teddy spits out olives. <laughs> this dude, this dude legitimately believes that pure sugar is healthier for you than meat. Yes, sir. Oh, man. It's funny, because whenever I eat pure sugar, I just get fat. When I eat only meat, I lose weight. But clearly, the sugar, that's that's better for me than the meat. Uh, not a single news item will appear anywhere about a junk steak or meatballs aiding your organs to function. Roast beef offers no benefit that any scientist can find. Pastrami and salami and hot dogs do not assist the body in any single way. And remember, animal protein provides a breeding ground for cancer. <laughs> this dude has eaten all of the propaganda. He is just swimming in it. He's got a direct feed to it. Like Dr. Gregor calls him up every day to give him the latest vegan news. <laughs> he goes on about how each individual meat is going to kill you, definitely kill you. And their and their fish are full of toxins. <laughs> okay. Each member up the food chain takes in more fat-loving toxins than his counterpart below. That's why a slab of shark contains more mercury than... So it's weird that, that the higher you go up in the food chain, the more fat the animals eat, and the bigger their brains get until you get to human beings who are the biggest brains and, and eat, the most, eat the most fat. Clearly fat's bad for you. Because if you weren't eating fat, you could be on the level of the cow, but instead you're a human... Hmm. Hmm. Well, anyway, when it comes to fat-soluble toxins, the Inuit are among the most contaminated populations on the Earth, even though they live in the most remote Arctic. Wait a minute, the Ooh, Inuit. You I'm getting that, uncomfortable with where this is going. You mean that group this that is... eats only only meat and fat? And uh, is this about to get really racist? <laughs> and was was disease-free until Westerners came along and gave them grains? Yeah, the Inuit. I don't think you want to bring up the Inuit, buddy. I don't think it's gonna help out your case. Ah, uh, this uh. might get this might get a little uncomfortable. Uh, ooh. This is a real cowboy right here, McLean. If you must eat animal products, do yourself a favor. Think of them in the same category as potato chips, unhealthy snacks, not food. Whoa, whoa, they whoa! You just said potato chips would save my life. But they will kill you if they become the basis of your diet. You said potato... My body craves potato chips. They will under no circumstances provide your cells with nutrition. You said potato chips would keep me alive. Donuts aren't truly food, but they would be better for you than me. <laughs> I'm eating this all meat diet, McLean. I oh. Honestly, oh, for my I'm health, so I should just I finally switch to my health into my diet. I'm so glad I finally took control of my health. <laughs> Which brings me to Dr. Atkins. Now, as you may know, oh he wrote a number of diet books. He made a fortune from the industry of getting people to ruin their health the same way he ruined his own. This I is, once this saw is Atkins into body positivity, fat, fat liberation talk. 
I once saw an Atkins infomercial on the air. There were two good-looking young people making the case for Dr. Atkins, and they included with a package set with books and tapes a chemical test script which you could use at the urination to establish that your new adherence to the Atkins diet has brought you to the happy state of ketosis. He's making it sound like a cold. It's, it's the pee strip thing where you, you, you pee on it and it'll tell you if you're in ketosis or not. I mean, I don't... I don't use those because, like, you, you can tell when you're in ketosis. I'm good. I, I don't think I need to pee on anything. Yeah, well, a lot of people on keto will do that. But, uh, I nearly fell off my chair. Ketosis is a dangerous metabolic state engendered by a deficiency of carbohydrate. Ketones are acidic fat fragments that remain after the body burns fat for fuel. When the concentration of ketones in the bloodstream is excessive, a person reaches ketosis and then the bloodstream becomes acidic. That only happens if you're a type 1 diabetic and, and like you have some weird thing. Ketoacidosis is what he's talking about. It's extremely rare and it only affects type 1 diabetics in a very certain medical state that nobody doing keto will ever reach. Like, it's impossible. It's like you're, you're talking about like... But hey, if I can complete this to make it sound like eating low carb will murder you, then I'm gonna... Can we go ahead? For a pregnant woman, ketosis poses real dangers. For anyone, it results in headaches and fatigue. That's the two-week transition period. Keto flu, if it makes you feel bad at all, it's not a good diet. Like, would you, would you look at somebody who's going through withdrawal from smoking cigarettes and go, Whoa, you don't want to do that, buddy. I don't know. I hear quite a bit about detoxing while on the vegan diet. I, uh... Ketosis may indeed include temporary weight loss in the form of water weight as the body suffers a shortage of carbohydrate, but dehydration will result. And here are the advocates of this. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. He goes on about how Keto's going to kill you. <laughs> well, that, that, was something, that was something that was brought up to me by a couple people when I said that I, I got off Keto and then gained the weight back was that, yeah, well, you know, on Keto... You'll you'll end up getting the weight back once you go off it. It wasn't because I went off keto I gained the weight back. It was because I started eating like garbage again I gained the weight back. Uh, he's going on about how there's two basic food groups: carbs and meat. That's what Atkins says. But actually, there's healthy carbs and not as healthy carbs. But all meat is unhealthy. Okay, buddy. Uh, okay, I'm gonna skim through the rest of this chapter. It's just all meat is unhealthy. Uh, all of it. There's no no meat that's good, no meat that's decent for you. All of it's unhealthy. Obesity, man, it's caused by the meat. It's sweeping meat. generalizations. That's what we need in our on our uh, diet. Look, wait, don't you? Doctor Atkins died. That means he was wrong. He's a wait, human he being died? who died. Hey, I'm told even vegans die. Death invalidates everything. <laughs> Alright, McLean. Chapter 4. All's Heifer's Disease. Okay, I gotta be honest, Jake. I'm not... Not a lot of cowboy going on so far. I'm a little disappointed. For somebody who builds himself as a vegan cowboy, he kind of just sounds like a regular vegan. <laughs> yeah, the cowboy part isn't really... It. Like, if there was, like, a gunfight, that would be something. That'd be cool. Like, that doesn't even involve killing animals. You could just... Uh, pew, pew. Rob a bank. 
rob a bank and then give the money to Peter or something, you know? All right. So this whole chapter, I can sum it up in, in like one phrase. Vegan cowboy. I can, oh, I can yeah. sum this whole chapter up. So this man thinks Alzheimer's is caused by me because yep. doctors will say the risk factors that are bad for the heart are probably bad for the brain. Well, that's funny. What what's bad for the heart? Vegetable oils and excess carbohydrate consumption. Oh, so that would that's probably the same thing that causes Alzheimer's. So just stop eating carbs. Oh, sorry, spoke too soon. We know what's bad for the heart: meat and dairy. So not only will that still give you a heart attack, it'll also give you dementia. Uh, eat Cheerios. Chapter five: Message for my meeting friends. Yeah. You shouldn't feel satisfied. Look at yourselves. You stand in the majority. You have the government and industry on your side. I, I do? Because the government's telling me to eat carbs and beyond. What are you talking about, Howard? <laughs> oh, wait, so your Department of Agriculture actually mandated the got milk and pork advertising campaigns. Your steaks and hamburgers are subsidized by national land and water policy. Fish, fish, meat, poultry, dairy products enjoy pride of place on the food pyramid. Remember guys, the beef industry, the meat industry, they created the food pyramid that tells you to stop eating meat and start eating carbs. Best dumb is regularly achieved by diet book doctors who claim fatty animal foods will help you to lose weight. As they deny how the very eating habits they endorse have unleashed obesity upon our nation. It's funny, it's almost like the standard low-fat, high-carb diet advice wasn't working. And that's why the high-fat diets took up. Nah, sorry, I'm thinking too much. Thinking too much. By inducting yourself into the majority, you've compromised your own health, blah, blah, blah. You're gonna die, you're gonna die. Animal food industry is the number one killer in America. It makes the tobacco industry look comparatively benign. I don't think you're a real cowboy, sir. I don't know. This isn't... Uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't heard this kind of talk from many cowboys in my time. He goes on about how, yeah, the human race evolved eating meat, but now it's killing us. It's like somehow, like, we randomly made the jump. It's like, oh, so eating meat under evolutionary theory, like, that's how our brains got so big and how we became human beings, but now suddenly it's bad for us. Like, it was it was good for us until now it's not. Now it's not good for us anymore. It suddenly stopped being good for us. Like, yeah. Explain that one to me. No, you can't. Okay. Uh, he goes on about horse... Ah, uh, Gosh, geez, Louise, I don't care. Blah, blah, blah. I'm about the food pyramid again when they changed it to my plate, I think. I don't know. I don't care. I love that, though, how they... This is something I've just noticed in the last couple of days with Carol and this guy. It's like, actually, McLean, the food pyramid, it's really weird because it's like anyone who knows anything, absolutely anything, about the process of putting the dietary guidelines together knows that it was the government was saying, oh no, oh no, we suddenly thought saturated fat's bad, more carbs. Like anyone in the. It's just. I, I forgot, I forget. They live in a different world. It's vegan science, it's, it's different from real science. I forgot. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> vegan science, it's, 
in Idaho, we have a saying. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. This is amazing. <laughs> so he had the whole chapter about how uh, meat's going to kill you and the meat industry is evil. Then he writes a chapter on vegans where he says, guys, please take B12. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain is turning into soup. Please take B12. It's the healthiest diet! But, uh, vegan science is kind of like, uh, in Idaho, we have a saying, you know? In other states, you might see, you might see a, a girl who's attractive, and she's, uh, in California, she might be a, a 7 out of 10. But in Idaho, she'd be an Idaho 10. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah, so, vegan science, you know, you might have... Something that would rate on regular science like a, a 3 out of 10 in terms of accuracy, but in vegan science it would be like an 8 out of 10 in terms of accuracy. It's a sliding scale. Alright, McLean, wanna hear, hear a couple of myths that this man's about to debunk for us? Kind of, when did we get into the cowboy part of this? I, I'm heavy on I the vegan, light on the cowboy. He was. Uh, he, he really. I, I think the idea was he's trying to sell this to like the 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 red meat the the Heartland American. Yeah, but I'm not like, getting that. I ain't gonna listen to none I'm of that. I'm red meat the Heartland American embodied into a physical form, and I'm getting none of this. Well, I know, but like they're they're trying to target the audience. That they're not gonna read anything from like the hippie vegan crowd. This hey, this guy he'll, he'll speak their language. He's a vegan cowboy. He's an old. He's a good old boy. He's a vegan savage. Now listen here, folks. Now I, uh... You, you crack open the book, and it's just a bunch of... It's all the same garbage. It's the same garbage. Not even, like, a little bit different. It's not even dressed up. Myth number one. You need to eat meat to get enough protein. <laughs> well, guess what? Plant-eating animals like gorillas, elephants, horses, and giraffes all clearly obtain enough protein to support massive brain. He listed off a bunch of animals whose bodies are designed to process plants that humans can't to prove that you will get uh. enough protein eating grass. I don't Honestly, think... You're think grazing, Howard. All of the soylent shakes in the world wouldn't be able to give me the physique of a gorilla. On a healthy vegan diet, protein is simply not an issue. You don't have to worry about it. All you have to do is eat a diet rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and beans. Eat a variety of soy products like tofu, tempeh, peas, and lint. So you don't have to worry about it, but you do have to cram it's soy the lentils. Down your it every always day. goes back to the lentils. It's remarkable how many people dig their graves with an artery-destroying, fatty, carcinogenic animal foods because they're afraid of protein deficiency, a condition that can scarcely be found anywhere in America. Maybe that's because we're all eating a bunch of meat. Huh. Maybe, maybe it's the, maybe it's this, you're talking about all these diseases and cancers and stuff that suddenly started appearing in the population around the turn of the century when we started eating vegetable oils and more carbohydrates. But clearly the meat caused this, guys. It's the meat. I have a cherry-picked epidemiological study to prove it. Ah, well. Thank you, General Mills, for your, for your study. I appreciate that, though. He cites... 
He cites the Nurses Health Study of over 120,000 women and says, oh, they found that people who drank more milk had more hip fractures than people who drank little milk. That study was remarkable in that it proved that a low-fat diet will kill you sooner than a high-fat diet. I don't... Don't... Don't don't go signing... Okay. <laughs> vegan science. I forgot. Vegan science. Vegan science. They can read a study. The, the, vegan science is like... is. I call it vegan science. It's, it's the phenomenon of reading something that completely disproves your entire theory, but you find one line that says, this guy ate a vegetable and he didn't die. See? See? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I was just going on about how uh, the Dairy Council propaganda is getting you to believe that milk is good for your bones, but actually, dairy will cause osteoporosis. <laughs> hmm. Calcium, what's that? You gotta eat at least 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day? Oh, kill me now. You're telling me dairy causes osteoporosis? Okay, so this is something that when I was a kid and I saw the food pyramid, back before anyone was even questioning it, it it baffled me that somebody could eat 6 to 11 servings of grains a day. Because I thought, what what do you mean eat 6 bowls of cereal every day? What? Servings like, is kind of a misleading term in that case, but... I know, but like... That's like saying that you kid. need to drink like eight cups of water a day or something like that. Yeah, it's really weird. So, yeah, it's eight cups of water a day, and then they were telling you that you have to eat like six servings of fruits and six servings of vegetables. Like, how on earth does one human being cram this much food in? But then I remember, it's like, yeah, that's right. Because when, when you're vegan, it's, it's what we were talking about earlier, when you're eating, but you're not... You're not. You're still hungry, even though your stomach's full. You're not getting nutrition from any of that garbage. So of course you're gonna need to eat more of it. It's the thing, but when you're vegan, you have to eat a crap ton of food because your body is pulling almost no nutrition from that. But you eat a steak. That's why I have anymore. to. That's why I have vegan, to shove thirty like bananas salad. into my uh, my smoothie every morning. I'm a vegan savage. Cabbage. The dairy industry once filed a lawsuit against the soy milk industry, claiming it had exclusive proprietary rights to the word milk. Words have definitions, people! What is milk? Milk is a beverage that identifies as milk. <laughs> milk is anything that identifies as milk. Uh, so, make a sandwich for lunch on whole grain bread and, oh gosh, hummus, avocado, guacamole, vegan cheese, blah, 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 tempeh, seitan, tofu. Between meals, if you need a snack, have actually, a fruit or a celery stalk actually, or a Jake, carrot uh, or a cucumber. Slight side note. Um, one of my fraternity brothers showed up to a meeting we were having the other day drinking a, a chai latte he made with goat milk. Ugh. Sorry, I just heard the word chai latte and I immediately thought gay, but goat milk sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, apparently it's like a cream... Well, first off, the chai latte slapped. I tried some. But I did not try just a regular goat milk. I got It's gotta... It's gotta be tasty. I'm, I'm told it's creamier. Uh, it's, it's definitely got a different flavor. Um, I, I, I've, I've tasted goat cheese before. I didn't really like it. Hmm. But I don't like a lot of cheeses other than the, the typical ones. Oh, no, really? Is the rest of this book really just recipes? Oh my! Vegans! Every 
single time, Carol Adams did all of the vegans. They write like a three-hundred page book, and two-thirds of it is recipes. Ooh. Padding, man. You know, Jay, your uh, your novel, your book probably could have been a lot longer if you included a few like pumpkin pie recipes in there. My book was longer than this guy's book once you take out the recipes. He had like 90 pages of actual book and the rest is just a bunch of plant mush you can eat. He, he was really confident that he sold you in those 90 pages. He's like, yeah, that's probably good enough. People probably, people are probably vegan now. All the recipes are coming from like Dr. McDougal's newsletter. Like, uh, like other vegans. They're not even his Dr. recipes. McDougal's. He, just, he, he literally just did a did a 2007 Google search for vegan recipes and copy pasted to pad out the book. It goes on and on and on. Boo. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, it just goes. Wait a minute. What was that? What was that? You can make ode to the mad cowboy baked beans. Ode to the Mad Cowboy Baked Beans. You know, I think cowboys, when they, when they were eating baked beans on the trail, usually that's because they'd run out of meat. Just say it. Yeah. You know, beef steak? You ever hear of it? Uh-huh. I gotta be honest, uh... You know, we had to call last week's rec sesh because I kept falling asleep and you didn't want to read the you whole book. You could've gone the distance you, if you tried. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it was a pan flip. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm still only halfway through and it's just recipes. This so, is amazing. How so are you think I'm beginning to think they never really got to the whole uh, the whole cowboy part of the the, the vegan cowboy. I said, uh, well, he's written other books. I don't know if I want to buy any more because I'm pretty sure it's just going to be like the, the exact same. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, he cites. Okay, I'm, I'm at the uh, like the the um, acknowledgments. He he thanks Robert Cohen. Robert Cohen, the not milkman, holds a degree in psychoneuroendocrinology and performed research in the 70s on blah 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 blah. He's the inventor of the soy toy, an automated uh, soy milk maker to conveniently replace the deleterious milk of the cow. What? Yeah, soy boy maybe has fallen out of fashion as an insult. I think we should start calling him soy toy. <laughs> Hey, soy toy. Don't, please don't use that word. Soy toy? <laughs> Why am I getting no results for Robert Cohen? I don't know. I am, I got scammed by the vegan cowboy, man. He was, he's a vegan outlaw. He's scamming you your hard-earned, hard-earned money. Here's some vegan vittles for you. Vegan vittles, that would have been a great name. Well, that was a disappointment, Jake. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm gonna hold on. Everybody has a water buffalo. Yours is fat and mine is slow. Everybody's got a water buffalo. Everybody does not have a water buffalo. <laughs> There's a company called Those Vegan Cowboys that they just make cheese. I don't. Those Vegan Cowboys. I don't know if you're really. Okay, I've clicked on their page. Um. So they're, they're vegans, right? So they don't they don't raise cows because they they get their 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 milk products from weird factory producing things. But uh, okay, 
So those vegan cowboys, the picture on the front page, it's, uh, it's uh, this dude in like, I think that's supposed to be a cowboy hat, but it looks like he bought it at Walmart. He's pretending to feed grass to a computer-generated image of a robot cow? It looks computer, is that real? Hold on. Meet Margaret, the world's first milk-giving stainless steel cow. What do you Named mean, after meet Margaret, huh? Named after Margaret Thatcher, this bovine beauty is quite the revolutionary lady herself. She's actually made of metal. The first female blah 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 talking about Margaret Thatcher for some reason. I am the alternative. After setting new standards in the meat replacement market with their company The Vegetarian Butcher, Dutch founding cowboys Jap Kortwig and Nico Kaufman fixed their eyes on grass-fed cheese and milk products made by microbes instead of cows. It's the next step in dairy production. From hand milking to the milking machine to fully automatic milking robots, now we have a stainless steel cow. <laughs> you put grass in on one end and milk comes out the other. Oh, Jake. Oh, Jay. No, okay, follow Margaret's updates, first name. I, I want more details on how the stainless steel milk cow works. Come on, guys. Jake, Jake, I, Jake, Jake, yeah? Jake, Jake. What, what, what? I, I curiosity, I googled vegan cowboy to try to find the book you were reading. Instead, I got a different book. A novel, if you will. Vegan Cowboy by Carol Treacy. Oh, okay. Oh. For half a second, I thought you were going to say Carol Adam. No. Uh, Ray O'Brien so didn't need a man in her life. At 58, she was happy living simply without compromise, raising her teenage son and embarking on a project she hoped would change the world. She told her friends jokingly that the only man who could steal her heart would be a vegan cowboy. Little did she know that a traumatic event would not only turn her secure little world upside down, but it would put her face to face with a man who she thought only existed in her imagination. I'm. This might. My heart's fluttering! We might need to do a Westboro's book club on this one, Jake. I, uh. I'm fascinated. How I went from a Texas cowboy to a vegan yogi and found my truth. Growing up in South Texas has its benefits, like being able to look far off into the horizon without a high-rise building obstructing the landscape, or taking a drive down a dirt road to find tranquility, getting lost in a field of orange groves. We always had nature's original fast food right around the corner, a vegan's dream. I'm also sure that when I mention Texas, other ideas come to mind, like cowboys and leather boots hunting and fishing. Friday Night Lights and Rodeos. Yes, Yee-haw! at one point, I was a vaquero. I know That's every star in the Lone Star State because I wrote them all in my Ford V8. Yippee-yay-okay. I know all the songs of the Cowboys, know because I learned them all on the radio. I raised pigs, horses, and cattle. I wore leather boots to... I wore the leather boots, the belts to match. Birds and wildlife were at my mercy if I was on that sort of mission. I used to volunteer at the local state fair, knowing that all the animals on the grounds were on their last days of existence. Am I proud? Not at all. Am I grateful? With every living cell, I certainly am. From one extreme end to the other, I am now and will forever be grateful of the truth of the dualistic universe we live in. To make a long story short, in a span one week, Life and death were presented to me in a series of fortunate events. 
The first was a near-death experience. I fell asleep at the wheel, was ejected out of my truck, and walked away from the scene with no broken bones. It literally felt like someone removed me from the seat of the vehicle and placed me on the other side of the fence so I could get up nice and easy. Man, God God saved your life by, by protecting you from that, that car wreck, and, and you thank him by eating vegetables. <laughs> Come on, dude. You thank him by killing yourself anyway. Anyway, the next morning, I still thought I had the authority over life and death and had the audacity to end an animal's life and then sell the meat to a co-worker. A few days later, I saw the passing of a family member. What am I doing here? Why am I still alive? What did I just see? I began to wonder. A few months later, I was the owner of a, the truck of my dreams, which gave me the power to take road trips to bigger cities of Texas. What kind of, what is this? This is reading like one of those Reddit, like, free-flowing poem posts. What's going on? I know. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Get to the point! Man, these vegans avoid meat. That's a, that's for sure. Especially in their <laughs> writing. the meat of the story. Several months passed by and I asked myself, why am I still alive? How was I so blind to take that animal's life right after my life was almost taken from me? Is there anyone else that feels like eating dead energy and dead flesh does not promote liveliness? Yeah, that fruit was still alive after you picked it off the tree. You nut. When people start talking about energy, that's when it all... They yeah, they always, they're always like, oh, meat rots if you leave it out. That's, that's a sign you shouldn't be eating. You know what fruit does when you leave it out, buddy? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The universe was telepathically communicating the best next step for my life. I don't know if this guy was ever really a cowboy. You were, you were never a real cowboy, sir. If you try cowboyism and fail, you were never a real cowboy. One evening, I went out to dinner with my best friend. We went to a high-end restaurant, ordered a large steak, and on the side was a giant bowl of kale salad. That was the night the kale won! My taste buds like to think it was the dressing that was poured over the mountain of greens, but now I know it was the voice of my intuition calling for a major shift of consciousness for the highest good of all concerned. I think when he says he went plant-based, I think the plant he's referring to is weed. I think that's what he's talking about. Hmm. Yes. Ah, Dude, yeah, that, like, that makes sense. I was eating the steak dinner, but there was kale there. And but it tasted okay. I was like, man, whatever it's the dressing, dude. It's like weed the vegan. universe was telepathically communicating to me that that I was the, the, the highest good of all concerned in my consciousness, man. I had to accept what the universe was presenting to me and love myself and accept a lifestyle I was about to take on. There's a picture of him doing yoga and he's just... just... <laughs> what a dork. What a dork. You were never a real cowboy, sir. You were never a fake cowboy. The type of vegan cowboy, you just get the, the boots. Vegan cowboy boots. That's all you get. I got the I got the, the, the romance novel, number one result. I can't I don't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, what? Oh, I think I typed in vegan cowboy book. That's probably what Yeah, yeah. You type in vegan uh, cowboy book and the number one is uh, that. Oh, there it is. Vegan Cowboy by Carol Tracy. Born in nineteen fifty-five. Oh, she's an old It looks like a banger, Jake. <laughs> She lives alone with her cats, and so she wrote this romance novel. I hope you're speaking those cats, vegan. I hope so. It's just boots. Nothing but boots. Uh, oh, is this a review? The words vegan and cowboy rarely go together. 
but to Batula Patulium Patuma Pat Petaluma resident Carol Tracy the combination are you, are made you not perfect even sense. A real Californian McLean. I'm not, not thank God. She's a longtime vegetarian who is opposed to factory farming. She's also a writer who learned to love cowboys after trading the bustle of Southern California for Sonoma County's wide open spaces. I used to joke that the only man who could steal my heart was a vegetarian cowboy, said Tracy, 59. The joke became the germ of an idea, and in June she published her first novel, Vegan Cowboy. Tracy describes the story this way. Vegan Cowboy takes place in Petaluma, and is the result of wanting to expose factory farming in a story about a woman who, in her late 50s, finally decides to follow her intuition. In many ways, the story mirrors her life. Uh, it's another old lady writing off her fantasies. Oh, he's gonna... I have quite a bit in common with the female character named Ray. We're both single, in our late 50s, and have it's a son. It's almost like you wrote a book about yourself. We also have an aversion to getting older. <laughs> oh, I felt good. Well, even vegans die, so... Uh, my attitude about men and living a fulfilling life coincides with Ray's as well. My friends who have read Vegan Cowboy know very well who Ray takes after. You just wrote your own fantasy about finding a man, finally. Tracy spent her early years in California's San Fernando Valley, and in 1986 came to Petaluma, where her car radio picked up only a few stations, one of which was Country Western. Soon after I started listening, I was hooked. The love of country music grew into the love for the whole cowboy look, from the Stetson to the boots and the cowboy drawl. I'm thinking she does not have a lot in common with Toby Keith, but, uh... I'm thinking she's all hat and no cattle. Literally. Literally. <laughs> a few years later, she stopped eating meat, and four years ago became a vegan. Much of her adult life was spent in sales until she left the workforce to become a writer. For 13 years, she ran, she ran the Right Cause, a letter-writing service for animal and environmental rights, pinning screenplays <laughs> in her spare time. Uh, she's half the population of California. R slash vegan. She wrote four, but couldn't find a buyer for any of them. <laughs> Sounded like a lesson Sue Fox. Tracy <laughs> decided to shift to novels. Because living in Petaluma, far from matting from the matting Hollywood crowd, my chance of getting an agent or anyone to even consider reading my scripts was non-existent. Unless you have connections, it's just about impossible to get someone to read your screenplay. I don't know how Vegan Cowboy hasn't hit the big screen yet. I always came back to thinking about a vegetarian cowboy and animal rights. In addition, it was important for me to write about a woman in her late 50s who <laughs> finds love even though she wasn't looking or interested. A woman who finally decides to follow her <laughs> So few people seem to listen to their gut no matter what it's telling them. You don't have to be a vegan to enjoy the book, said Treasy, who has gotten compliments from meat eaters and vegans alike. Whoa, 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 you do have to be a vegan? What is this? If I can educate people on the realities of raising animals for food while still entertaining them with an engaging story, I've accomplished my goal. One thing people need to remember is that no matter what your age, you can accomplish anything. Fear of failure, loss of income, being too old, all those kept me from pursuing this dream. Approaching 60 doesn't seem so abhorrent anymore. Now that I've written a novel and am working on a second one, it's given my life purpose. 
Vegan Cowboy is available on Amazon and all Copperfields bookstores. No way! This website has a hit counter! This is the second visit today! Wow, old. <laughs> Ooh, 295 comments? No way! Uh, can I... Can I not select... Can I not... Can I look at the comments? And I cannot look at the comments. That's too bad. Well, I'm sure there was 295 beautiful comments. You know, Jake, so... I'm thinking... I'm thinking of writing a book about a young a young man, say 23-ish years old, living in southeastern Idaho, uh, living in his mom and dad's house. And he, uh, he goes on to win the lottery. That's what I'm thinking of writing a book about. <laughs> he wins the lottery, and then just a bunch of attractive women throw themselves and at him. And then uh, he lives the rest of his life as a video game tester, and everyone that said he was lame in high school comes back and was like, wow, you're actually super cool, but he doesn't care because they're lame. And that's the book I'm going to write. It's just a story I feel like a lot of people would resonate with. R slash vegan, how would a vegan write a movie or show set in a western and avoid the use of horses? So, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, not to harp on it, but the color, the cover of Carol Treacy's book, Vegan Cowboy, has a cowboy riding a horse on it. So I just, abuse, man. I just abuse. feel like, right off the top, just not, not living up to the title. I had the thought that if I were to write books one day set in a medieval or steampunk setting, you said western in the title, but okay, I should find ways of avoiding the use of horses. So if it was adapted into a live-action media, real horses wouldn't be exploited. Can you imagine? Like, CGI uh, horses. That's what we need. Can, well, can you imagine if, like... Uh, so some some company's making a movie. It's like, I said, Western. All right. Now, nah, there's no horses in the book. Guess we won't put them in the movie. It's like, no, it's a Western. Come on. You can't make a Are they Western. just going to Uber around? Are they just walking around? Anyway, it seems difficult since horses were used for travel and wars. And what if vegan writers trying to make a Western movie where horses are so integral? Is CGI proficient enough for the task? Like, if you've seen Game of Thrones, like, half the time they're riding horses. Uh, you could write something set in a single city where transport isn't an issue. But if it's fantasy, you can have magic as an option. You, you're vegans. You already live in a magical world. Uh, I like the idea of writing a society where humans don't treat other species instrumentally. Okay. Uh, sure. Oh gosh. For a fantasy world, you could just have not have horses exist. This anti-nihilism is better to not exist than to be in a vegan world. Uh, uh, not to burst your bubble, but it is probably unlikely your book will be adapted to live action. Oh, come on. Yeah, you to, you probably. It is unlikely. Like that. Oh, if, you're, if it does get adapted, though, you could set up a contract with the hey, studio Gage, when up? they buy the rights in which you say they're not allowed to use uh, real talking horses. about vegan cowboys. Oh, and Gage is out. Gage, what? Oh, we had a Gage and we lost a Gage. Uh, he he turned his back and ran at the first the first hearing of the words vegan cowboy. I'm Mr. Vegan. Well, McLean, I bet you didn't know over in our slash vegan, riding horses is vegan. Now hear me out before you go crazy. Oh. Humans have to work 
to be able to live. Animals in the wild live in fear of predation and dying. Domesticated animals should have to do light work in exchange for a place to live in food. Oh boy, r slash anti-work is not going to be happy with this guy. Yeah, so if you feed your horse and take care of him, then he should pay you back by allowing you to ride on This sounds like capitalism, dude. You're bringing capitalism into my vegan subreddit. I am not a fan. I am not a fan. Uh, do you believe animals should do no work? Are animals more important than humans? I ride my horse daily and he is happy. Uh, response, if I lock you in a stall and toss some food in there every day, would you agree that you're obligated to work for me? Uh, he says, he has about two square miles of open space. Okay, I'll give you housing. Now will you work for me? Okay, but only if you promise not to shoot me if I break a leg. I think so the key difference here, the key difference here is the fact that the horse is a horse and people are human beings. <laughs> Pets can be happy, but only pets is not long-term vegan, guys. Okay, vegans, I'll let Teddy out into the wild where he will die in five seconds. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't have a choice to be born. <laughs> you didn't ask me to move into a capitalist country where you're expected to work to earn basic necessities. Why would you force that oppression onto an innocent... I thought that was just, like, life, but apparently I'm being oppressed by life itself. Because I have to work and provide shelter for myself. <laughs> vegans, man. Oh, vegans. My friend wants me to ride horses with them. What do I do? So today my friend told me that this summer we would go on a trip with their family, which sounds fun and I would be glad to go, but they told me we would be riding horses. But isn't riding horses non-vegan? I tried telling them that I can't ride horses because I'm vegan and it goes against my beliefs because it exploits the animal. Even jokingly saying it's like a religion and I would go to hell if I do LOL. Were you really uh, joking sure. though? Let's be honest. Were you really joking when you said that? But they try telling me they aren't being exploited and that horses are treated well and all that. I offered to just walk along with them, but apparently you can't do that. I really like my friend and their family, blah, 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 blah. Don't say can't, say that you won't. Uh, yeah, blah, blah. Is it vegan to use animals as vehicles for entertainment? The West would not have been settled if we were vegans, McLean. If, if, if we were natural vegans, the, the Wild West would not have would not have been settled. We'd still be living in caves. <laughs> oh, vegans. If you ride horses, F you. That's a, okay. <coughs> no, you don't have a special bond with your horse. They just learned they don't have any choice but to let you sit on them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was told that animals had emotions. I was told pigs <laughs> could sing to the moon. And if yeah, that horse is nuzzling its owner, animals. if that horse understand. is nuzzling the owner, I think he likes him. No, he's just asking to stop being oppressed. That's it's what Stockholm doing. Syndrome. <laughs> what about... Dane, Dane almost got his horse to talk back to him. Almost. Wait, what? Don't you remember I was talking to Dane about life on the farm? Oh, okay. I wonder what Dane's up to these days. Ah, he's dead to me. He doesn't exist anymore. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Do you watch movies with animals? Uh, I've never asked myself before if a movie's vegan before watching it. So I asked myself if it's, if it's moral to watch movies with real animals on set. So actors riding horses would not be vegan, and the same goes for the owls in Harry Potter or the dog. Blah, blah, blah. You're mm. ruining your life. Knock it off. No, now hold on. 
I'm just saying, of all the things to come from veganism, not watching Harry Potter is probably one of the better ones. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, maybe if you got off all the uh, modern entertainment, that might be pretty good. I, I'd almost, I'd almost say that maybe surfing subreddits might not be completely vegan. Vegan. Um, I heard. Where, where did I hear it? It was. Um, I think it was Jordan Peterson. Actually, I was here. He was doing a conversation about his his carnivore diet. Which, by the way, I sent you the clip of him explaining Carol Adams to Joe Rogan. Yeah, what the heck, That's Joe it. Rogan? She could have had Westeros on that. Yeah, I didn't see you much more. I didn't see Carol. Jordan Peterson in the Carol Adams trilogy, and the the return of Carol Adams. Come on. We, we've read more Carol Adams than Jordan has. Let's be honest here. But anyway, he was talking to... Um, well, Jake has. It was that video where he, he mispronounced the first time he tried to say vegan, it came out as vegan, and I immediately thought of Bob and Juno. Oh. Whatever happened to Bob? Where is Bob? Where is Bob? Uh, Bob Torres. Gone too soon, I say. Rest in peace, Bob. Juno rolls down to the grave every day to put flowers on it. Sorry, too, too much, too much. <clears throat> I really don't think I want to read the other book, Mad Cowboy, because I'm pretty sure it's just the exact same book by, yeah, Howard Lyman. I feel like it's the exact same book. Let me see if I could do, like, a thing where you do the look inside. Yeah, look inside. Apparently this was more about the, uh, the Oprah thing when he was on Oprah. He, he melted that for a while. Let's see, Mad Cowboy. Um, Acknowledgements. Contents, how to tell the truth to get in trouble. Yeah, the Oprah thing. The I don't remember. I don't remember the Mad Drake and Josh episode where Oprah had to go to Texas. Biotech bullies, bovine planet, skip the miracles and eat well. Go, yeah, it's it's the same junk. 325 ratings. Wow. Hmm. It's the best summation of arguments to go vegan. Uh. User Burgundy Damsel skipped the propaganda. The entirety of the first two chapters is factually incorrect and unhealthy propaganda for veganism. Wait, wait a minute. Look, we gotta scream about mad cow disease, otherwise people might eat meat. We have to scare them with whatever ammo we have. The ends justify the means, user Burgundy Damsel. Come on. Whatever useful facts there are in the book are completely outweighed by the counterproductive nonsense sandwiched around it. Much better information is available in other books. Oh, come on, guys. Ah, uh, Robert Carver says digestive tract. Instead of the insider's analysis of the meat industry I was expecting, the book turned out to be a pretty didactic and unconvincing diatribe on the health benefits of vegetarianism. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. I'm shocked. Shocked, I say. Uh, not enough meat. Mad Cowboy does a good job explaining some of the bits and pieces of it, but it lasts to strong points with such a clear example to drive home the real dangers we face. Several examples that point out issues with oversight by the FDA. Blah, 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 blah. We're all going to die a mad cow and the FDA doesn't care. That's, that's the thing. Where did... Hold on. Jake, I found Bob Torres' new Twitter account. A, n- a new... Wait, wait, Well, wait, not what? a new Twitter account. Is this the old one? It's. Because I remember finding the old one. There are tweets from as recently as last month. Or January. Are you sure it's Bob Torres? It's Bob Torres, PhD, Development Sociology, Cornell, JD Drexel University, former academic, Latino plus proud, no gods, no masters, author making a killing, AK Press. He tweets some pretty deranged things. Bob Torres at Vegan Freak. 
but that's the one that just has the question mark question mark and then it links back to bobtorres.net where we where we were like oh hey look it's it's bob but he's not vegan anymore but uh i think this is just bob but not vegan i think it's confirmed at this point when did because his yeah, twitter so the account last went silent out, the last tweet he put out was the two question marks in 2019 is and the replies where have you been is Vegan Freak posting again? Why the cryptic message? Is it an accident? Is it a secret code? Is Bob Torres QAnon? I'm so confused. So I think that was... Is that a different account? What's the at on that one? This is just... This is at Vegan Freak. This is his old, oh, his I old see. account. Well, this is at Bob Torres PhD. It goes back as far as 2013. It said the account was created in 2011. But there's one tweet from 2013 and then some retweets in 2020. And then some, like, little more regular tweets in 2022. I don't think this is the same. Wait, well, he looks pretty skinny in the picture. That looks like Bob. Wait, PhD Development Sociology? Oh, yeah, I think that's what he majored in. This, you know what? This might be him. He's alive, at least. Mm. Along with the unconfirmed website. That looks to be Bob Torres. He looks like he's tweeting some still pretty communist things there. No surprise. Um, yeah. He, he criticized the New York Times and Pete Buttigieg, though, so we gotta, gotta at least give him credit. Yeah. He's not talking about veganism, though, so... Uh, yeah, it could be the same guy. I think it I is. It care. looks like him. But impossible to say yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's just talking about a lot of gay stuff. It's true. That he hates Elon Musk. Which, yeah, yeah. Interesting. But I think he, I think he's alive. It's weird because his uh, Wikipedia page is written mostly in past tense. Bob Torres was an associate professor. Uh, he is a co-author. He was a partner at the now defunct Tofu Hound Press. Fascinating man, this Bob Torres. I know. Strange. Anyway. Um. Anyway. I don't know if we have any more information on, on the subject of vegan cowboys, eh? Surprisingly, not much info on that subject. Weird, right? You'd think there would be a bevy of information in regards to vegan cowboys. Vegan. Okay, I'm getting a lot of really bad romance books, though. Hmm. <laughs> not I bet. about vegans, they're just cowboys. It's, it's, it's the, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna bring up, um... Um, West Bros, I was going to bring up the topic of uh, crab fishing, like uh, commercial crab fishing in Kansas. Uh, turns out not a lot of info on that. Yeah, yeah, weird. I was going to talk about the igloos that they build in Egypt. Couldn't find a lot of sources. Yeah, actually, I was reading recently, it's funny, you know why Egypt's a desert now? It used to be more of a jungle. It's a desert now because they, they went mainly grain-based, and uh, which, which is funny because people scientists were trying to, or archaeologists were trying to figure out how the Egyptians got so fat. Because uh, they, they, they got pretty fat uh, towards the end of the ancient Egypt days. Um, and apparently they switched to mainly like grain-based agriculture. They stopped eating as much meat. And uh, all the monocropping and stuff they did eventually just ruined, ruined the soil. Um, so it turned into a desert. Interesting. Makes That's sense. That's my idiot's version of how that happened. Makes but, sense, because yeah. you see like the old renderings of what Egypt looked like and how the trees and stuff. Yeah. Veganism, man, it kills land, it kills soil. Uh, the, the best way to put nutrients and carbon back into the soil is to get animals grazing on it. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Monocropping's killing the planet. Vegan diets 
terrible. If the world went vegan, we'd all die. Let's see what else is going on over on r slash vegan. I was in Winco yesterday buying about 25 pounds of beef. I love carnivore diet is great because when you walk into a store and buy like the giant 10 pound logs of beef, people just look at you and you're like, yep, I'm gonna eat all of this. Jake's beef logs. Beef logs. But uh, I that's saw a, that's the impossible. That's, that's a plant, it's a log. It's a... <laughs> no. Saw the impossible chicken nuggets. So. So, so much about this bothered me. All right, first of all, chicken nuggets. That's not how uh, it says. Uh, chicken nuggets made from plants. You cannot use the word chicken like that. You milk psycho. is any beverage that is called milk. You can't. It's the, it's the old communist thing where you just take words and remove them from their actual meaning and just apply them to anything. <laughs> the top post on r slash vegan right now. Holy S, stop posting about Cosmic Skeptic. I don't care what some useless YouTuber says about oh, veganism. I'll, I'll get back to the nugget thing in a second. Cosmic Skeptic was one of the high priests of veganism. He's one of those YouTubers that started out as one of like the, the atheist types of like, I'm just logical and reasonable, and I'm just so intelligent that I have logic and ethics and morality. You know, he, he can't really ever actually explain where morality comes from because he doesn't believe in objective morality, but that's beside the point. So he went vegan because he decided it was like the most logical moral thing to do, and he got a lot of people into it. So he was, he was one of the high priests of veganism. Well, uh, that went on for a few years. He went on Michaela Peterson's podcast, you know, famous carnivore Michaela Peterson, and uh, had a talk. And it was supposed to be this big, huge debate. But, like, as, as you're listening to it, you're like, oh, he's starting to have doubts in his vegan religion. He's starting to doubt. He's, he's, he's an apostate. And so, like, a week after that debate, he, he announced to everybody, yeah, I'm not vegan anymore because my health was just tanking. And so it was. It was a big. It was a sad. It was a sad, sad day. People were weeping and gnashing teeth. That cosmic tip. So anyway, vegan he was Gaines never really killed really. someone again. Yeah, vegan. <laughs> vegan Gaines threatened he the violence. He like cried on camera about it. He cried on camera. Well, he about does it. that a lot. Um, it's a funny thing though. Everyone went. Well, he stopped being vegan. So obviously, never, never really. It's vegan. like you can't once saved, always saved sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, vegan Calvinism. Because they have this nutty belief that, like, no, no, the only reason you would ever stop being vegan is if the ethics, if, 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 like, you just became weak on the ethics, which meant you never really believed in them anyway. There's no possible reason in their minds that you could not live on only plants. That that's impossible. That is literally impossible. They look at, like, the carnivore people, and they're like, well, they're, I think it was a fr another famous YouTube vegan, Freely the Banana Girl. She was looking at one of the carnivore channels of this uh, woman who eats only steak and butter and goes, well, she's clearly lying because she'd be dead by now. It's clearly lying about what she eats. It's nuts. But anyway, yeah, it was a really sad day. Cosmic skeptic, high vegan priest, he fell, and his followers are weeping and gnashing their teeth. Back to the nuggets. The impossible chicken nuggets made from plants, wild nuggies. They're in the shapes of animals, and on the back they've drawn little smiley faces on the animals. That, that is, is sick, disturbing. Man. That is sick. That is disturbing that you would do that. I, put, then, I make hamburger over, patties in the shapes of people. No, I mean, that would be like the equivalent of, uh, like, why, why did this it'd be the equivalent of me shaping hamburger into, like, cauliflower before I eat it? Like, why would I do that? R slash vegan, use a tree hugger 420. Does anyone else find this dystopian? It's a picture of a bag of chicken nuggets where they're shaped like hearts. Taking a dead animal, <laughs> grinding them up, and shaping them into a heart. 
Speaking of which, I've heard Beefheart is pretty good. Define dystopian. Like, is this 1984? <laughs> and parents all over will buy them for kids. How cute they'll say. F.O.'s. F.O.'s? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, the full of the word. You mother F.O. <laughs> uh, weird nuggets of torture, more like. That's weird. You're the one shaping plant mush into the shapes of animals. Come on, guys. Uh, there's an article that says, Italy wants to jail vegans for four years if they don't feed their kids meat. And then there's the meme of the soy boy going, You think I should have to give my kids a healthy, balanced diet with lots of protein instead of forcing my ideals on them at the risk of their health? And the Chad going, yes. <laughs> But this person posted, So people think that adults who have made the decision to stop murdering animals for their own sustenance should be forced to murder animals so kids can be healthy? What's next? Chicken nuggets or a mandatory five a day? The comments don't really pass the vibe check either. Man, I hate it when comments don't pass the vibe check. Vegans more likely to become depressed, new study finds. The study's because of the reality of all the animal suffering goes through and in the hands of disgusting humans, so it causes us to get depressed, and it's, be and it's also because- what? Or is it because- okay, so, th this person's like, well, so- this person believes that the reason vegans are more depressed, it's not because they're nutrient deficient, it's not because they're not getting B12, it's not because they're shoving grains down their throat, which, by the way, depression is heavily linked with consuming uh, carbohydrates and grains. Get those out of your diet. Um, actually, it's just, we're actually depressed because we just burden with the suffering that comes with the knowledge of suffering of others. You know. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, the vegans. Their mental health is not doing good these days, guys. Um, so, user evenstop5696. Why do vegans always try to imitate animal foods? Well, why do meat eaters try to make their food look nothing like an animal? Chicken nuggets, hot dogs, hamburgers look nothing like animal foods because they don't want to be reminded of what they're eating. Do you expect people to, like, eat the animal whole? Do you understand how processing beef works? Hamburgers and hot dogs look like that because they're made out of the, the ground beef. That's like the constituent parts of the animal. You got you got the steaks, you got the pieces of the animal you can eat whole, then you got the stuff that gets ground up and made into hamburger. It's, I don't understand. Like, have you ever seen somebody eating a, a, like a turkey leg, chicken wings? Like, are you vegans, man? They live in another world. Um. Uh, can't wait to get back to those lockdowns so carnists can eat chicken nuggets. <laughs> Uh, links an article that says bird flu is spilling over the otters in the UK. In completely unforeseen events, avian flu is jumping to mammals. And is this a Dr. Greger article? And forming more and more problematic variants. There's obviously only a single strategy going forward. Call, imprison, wild and pet bird populations, start massive vaccination campaigns of broiled chickens, and subsidize mega farms to ensure that when things get messy, we'll still be able to have chicken nuggets. As this approach is a guaranteed success, I personally can't wait for my life to be uprooted again by a moral and unnecessary practices that I don't partake in, and we have been actively warning people about for years, or the aggressive responses when you finally burst and tell them I GD effing 
told you so. These people legitimately believe that every health crisis is caused by eating animals. First of all, Matt Cow's going to kill us all. Second of all, COVID was caused by eating meat. I bet you didn't know that, but it was. It was not a lab leak. That's like a crazy conspiracy theory. It's because we're carnists. It's because we're just filthy, filthy carnists. Poor you... <laughs> Poor little altruistic P6469. Can't believe people eat meat. Does... Does anyone else forget that the meat most people eat is actual meat? Like, it, it's a dead animal. I, I, I eat nuggets, burgers, yogurt, but I forget that my version is different than what other people eat. Yeah, yours isn't food. Yours is plant mush. The longer I'm vegan, the more confuses me when I remember that most people still eat dead animals. I remember at the beginning, I was the vegan that was like, I don't judge anyone, it's just a personal decision, but as time goes on, I get more used to my normal vegan life, and the random thought of people actually eat animal products, like real animal products, it, it shocks me. People are just out here eating animals? Yet again, maybe it's the plants getting to my brain. Yeah, I think that might be it, actually. I think you're, you're suffering from a lack of B12. I think that's why you're having these problems. McLean, uh, did you fall asleep again over there or something? No, that was just, uh, I just had to quick, quickly pass out, uh, the, the, the meat still, still draining from my, my pores, the pus, the pus. My meat clock pores! <laughs> uh, I'm just an does old else, cow hand. Does anyone else have stranger things, vegan chicken nuggets at their Walmart? Vegans are like the biggest consumer group on the planet, man. You made a vegan product and then you put stranger things on it. Yay! Gosh. I am virtually undateable as a vegan. What I have tried so far to find someone, I just want support and encouragement more than advice right I now. I am virtually I am undateable a... as a vegan. Thought that was a woman. I am a vegan hetero man, 25. Keep eating soy, that'll change. Yep. Uh, I've been told all the time that I'm good looking, I'm, I'm really tall, I'm fit, I'm in shape, I do swimming. But if a carnist woman is ever interested in me, they'll unmatch a few seconds after I mention I'm vegan and care about animal rights. <laughs> Maybe that's, like, that's something to... you say on like the third or fourth date. <laughs> don't lead Real with the women, crazy. Actual women don't want to date a soy boy, dude. Otherwise, they'd be lesbians. Um, That's like saying you're trans. I joined a logic group at my school. You're still going to school at 25? Hey, 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 hey. I found one <laughs> No, no reason girl. to make fun of him for that. I found one vegan girl, but she's taken and dating a non-vegan. We're friends, though, so I asked her if she knows any other vegans or how I can make more vegan friends. I'll keep trying in real life, but I don't even know what this strategy is. I'm trying to make it work with vegan girls I'm not attracted to, but I don't... Yeah, blah, blah. I tried to start a vegan club at my school two different times. A guy I knew was interested, but then he said he didn't want to mention anything about animal rights and only the environment. I was like, fine, but then he didn't follow through with it. I know people like Lifting Vegan Logic have a lot of success with dating vegans, and he says he's able to exclusively date vegans the last six years, and he finds vegan women easily. Dude, this is YouTube. It's not real life, buddy. 
Can I go into vegan? I'm less interested in dating carnists. I hear a lot about, oh, date a non-vegan and introduce them to veganism. I understand a lot of you got a vegan partner this way, but I want someone to be vegan for the animals, not to impress me. I think I know why women don't want to date you, dude. Mm. Mm. Uh, he's just moping, man. He's just moping and whining on this. Ah, I'm just an old cowhand. Down, I'm an old grand. All around the world. Oh, this person needs B12. Every day I hear these leftists <laughs> talking about men holding each other accountable. Every day I hear them talking about the weak and oppressed. Every day I hear them talking about the dehumanizing this and that. But here we are talking about billions of the most defenseless beings who did be tortured to death as they scream for every burgers and bacon bits. And these a-holes don't give a S because non-human animals can't hold them accountable. Non-human animals can't go on Twitter and expose them. They can't take them to court. They can't tell them to F off. Non-human animals bite and scream resist every day, but they're too weak to look by themselves. People don't care about the way. I keep hearing the screams of agony of pigs in gas chambers. Go outside. Show me the studies that say support. Go outside, lady. Support You're insane. You've lost your mind. Someone posted on r slash Iditarod support PETA and shutting down the Iditarod, and the post got removed. Oh, no. Uh, Which reminds me of a user, uh, uh, what was his name, Chesley Plants, posting to all the carnivore subreddits, like basically any subreddit, like r slash barbecue, r slash meat. She, she made these stickers. It's a, it's like the, the Chick-fil-A thing where the cows say eat more chicken, except it says eat more dogs, eat more kitties, see, because you wouldn't eat dogs, why would you eat cows? She posted on all the subreddits, she just got banned from all of them. It's like nobody's engaging with her, and I'm just like, I'm not going to rethink Reddit activism. I don't know if this is as, as... I don't know if this is really doing much, lady. Brent Sass is currently in the lead of the Iditarod, trying to win trying to win again. That's crazy. Hasn't he won like 10 years in a row? Uh, I think that was Dallas Seavey. Isn't he basically the Joey Chestnut of, uh... The Iditarod? Didn't Brent Sass... He won last year, though, didn't he? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Hmm. No, yeah, he won last year. It was uh, Dallas Seavey that was the uh, the Tom Brady of the Iditarod. I'd like to see more and more people racing in that. Yeah, we need to make it. Is there a limit on how the many people can do it? Race. Uh, I don't know. Currently, like it looks like there's about like the thirty ten people. There's about the thirty people year. running it. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah, Dallas Seavey was the Iditarod champion before Prince Ass, and he won it, what? Fourth time? <laughs> okay, McCoy. Like I love vegan science. Like vegan science, man. I think this is a doctor, one of those vegan doctors that the vegan cowboy mentioned that he believes this is, he also, he believes in this. Maybe it's Dr. McDougal? It's one of those nuts. Let's dismantle the myth that eating meat led to the expansion of the human brain, it was actually starch. Early humans were starchivores, unlocking vast energy reserves from starches, and with a ladder hominid potatoes. Potatoes are the ultimate superfood. Yes! The check from the Idaho <laughs> Potato Commission is cleared. Dude, there's potatoes, man. Potatoes are what we lived on for thousands of years. 
You nuts, you wackos. I didn't think I would get here, but I've been vegan for five years. My friend convinced me after her professor turned her on to Peter Singer. She's still vegan too. I'm just reflecting and happy with my choice. I'm surprised you response Peter Singer convinced you to live ethically. Response to that guy, um, the starch guy. Well, as others have pointed out, it's a lot more complicated, but how humans got to where we are isn't a good argument. The argument is we have reached a point where we need to eliminate animal suffering. So yeah, even if it is your natural human diet to eat meat, even if it's the healthiest thing you can do, that doesn't matter anymore because this is the future and it's time to make progress. So, you know, kill yourself for the animals. Uh, vegan mock meat should be in the shape of human limbs to show the hypocrisy of Carnists. Huh? <laughs> Carnists would flip out if vegan nuggets were in the shape of a human hand. I think this would be an effective... Dude, you eat nuggets in the shape of animals. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Hey. I thought that was the same thing. I thought that was like the same thing. That's the point I was trying to make earlier. You can't do that. Vegan hot dogs should have dog faces on them as if a dog just got barbecued. Hot dogs are made of dogs, dude. Uh, Carnists would flip out so bad showing their hypocrisy. No, I think they'd think you were a weird little spaz. I think that's what they would do. <laughs> As a carnist myself, yeah, I think that's what I'd do. A response, no, they would just be amused. Have you ever seen novelty foods around Halloween created especially for being grossed out? Uh, I wouldn't mind dog and cat shaped nuggets. I'd make a baked bean river to separate them from the dino ones. What the hell? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Dairy farmers say plant I made milk is... Vegan horse, I made vegan horse meat chili for a work chili contest. I didn't win, but I had a good time. People are... Okay. Dairy farmers say plant milk is theft and has stolen their livelihood. How ironic, since they are literally stealing the cow's milk, destroying the cow's, <laughs> destroying the cow's livelihoods by keeping them. <laughs> that cow has a nine to five. He needs to work. There are nutrients you can only get from red meat. For context, I'm a third-year vet student. You're a veterinarian telling me about because of your veterinarian degree. You're telling me about how you can get all your your, your nutrients from. From kale. I know. <laughs> well, she's going on because her husband raises chickens and stuff, and he keeps insisting, oh, and I'm, he keeps insisting there are nutrients you can only get from red meat. I'm sorry, what? What kind of Fox News BS is that? Uh, oh, this guy's gay. Uh-oh. We got Never vegan mind. groomers. I thought that was a woman. Vegan gay. groomers on the subreddit, Jake. Oh no, what? I'm a pre-K teacher. Today at lunch, one of my students said, I like turkey. Does it come from turkeys? I replied, well, that's ham, and it comes from pigs. The child sunk down in her chair and said, well, that's sad. I don't want them to hurt the pigs for this. And I froze. I've been in this field for 10 years, and no child has ever voiced a compassionate opinion about where their food comes from. I realized I had to respond to her and said, I agree, and if you feel that way, you can eat what else is on your plate. 
The conversations ended and she carried on with her meal and bothering her friends. This is great, because the, the kindergarten teacher will get them nutrient deficient, protein deficient, and, and B12 deficient, so that that way when the first grade teacher tells them all about the gay stuff, they're more susceptible to it because they can't think clearly. Yeah, and then pretty soon the government will take them away from their parents, and it'll be one big happy the, the, one big happy the village. The baton just gets, just gets passed on. It's great. It's really handy. I love public school. I love it. I love co-parenting with, with unelected teachers. I love it. Is high-fat, zero-carb possible on a vegan diet? I tried vegan keto, but it didn't work, so I eat regular keto. But it would be nice to not eat animals if possible. Are you trying to kill yourself? Like, the reason... Th- this is... this. Okay, here's what... Just as a side note, let's do this so mixed up. The reason keto works is because you're cutting your carbs down. And to put it another way, you're cutting your plant consumption down. Keto really, people think of carnivores as a subset of keto. No, keto is a subset of carnivore. Carnivore is eating only animal products, cutting out plants. Keto is like a like a baby version of that where you still eat some of the plants. But no, no, the, the whole point of zero-carb eating is that you're not eating plants because the plants are causing your problems like all of your problems are being caused by the plants (laughs) just stop eating them Uh, so yeah if you try to do a zero carb vegan diet you will you will die because you can't eat anything because that's not how that's not how nutrition works Uh, it's dangerous to do any keto vegan sorry it's dangerous to do any keto diet vegan or not this this guy read howard lyman Anyway, all I'm saying is that that carnivore diet is really the way human beings were meant to eat. Maybe we would have stumbled upon some some fruit every once in a while, but like, no, it's it's meat all the way down. Red meat. Eat only red meat, and uh, your life will improve in leaps and bounds, and you won't be fat anymore. There's a there's a there's a thought. So I think I think it's time to end this discussion of vegan cowboys and and vegan nuggets and and vegan <laughs> veganism and all that. So McLean, yeah, uh, you pass out again. <laughs> you good? Ah, where am I? Uh, 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 uh. I'm, I'm glad we've uh, finished our discussion of that because I really need to get into more more Carol Adams. I've been meaning I've been meaning to read it's more Carol. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long since we got a whole big old book. Wait a second, Thank hold you. on, Jake. I just uncovered a Reddit post. <laughs> Nectarine that 90 says toilet paper isn't vegan? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh no! <laughs> Every day. <laughs> so if you start, if you have some vegan friends and they start smelling a little funky, this might be why. Every day I find out something new that I never, I would never think twice about not being vegan is in fact not. I saw that most big brands of toilet paper are not vegan, and I honestly how? feel so how? overwhelmed. Tell me how. Wait, how Tell me how. Cruelty. I end up spending hours researching every product, and I don't know what to do, as unfortunately, finding vegan alternatives aren't as convenient or wallet-friendly, but I hate using that as an excuse. I already take hey, medications whoa, minute, that are more as than likely not vegan. Impossible. It, is, it is possible for you to find... To find some other substance to wipe your behind and with. probably use a bunch of other things I don't even know aren't vegan. With that said, <laughs> with that said, do most vegans not buy most toilet paper? I know I can't ever, 
I can't avoid never using some brands since I don't carry around toilet paper when going to work, restaurants, etc. But does anyone know any vegan brands of toilet paper that are both soft, strong, and on the cheaper side? Also, does anyone know how to find some sort of master list of common things that are not vegan? It's become so hard for basically anything, but way more important. It just further devastated me and makes me truly hopeless knowing how horribly animals are exploited for practically everything. I cannot wait to be a vegan. It just made my <laughs> life so much better, richer, fuller, you know? Uh, we live in a very non-vegan world. Uh, at some point, you just have to realize that you're doing the best you can. Otherwise, you'll drive yourself crazy. No, 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 you they, filthy carnist. They realize. Don't try to water down the message. I know. I love it. They, they take such a hard line on not eating anything that ever came from an animal. But then, the second they go even an inch deeper than that, well, that's just too hard. Well, as far as practical, veganism's Look, not as practical. As long as you're making... As long as you're making vegan chicken nuggets, because, you know, I still have to eat my baby vegan food. Vegan toilet paper. Chicken nuggets and my little vegan corn dogs. As long as you're making me the baby food, then it is practical. But if you ask me to do anything harder than that, then it's like, whoa, buddy. Whoa, hold on. Tree-free toilet paper made of bamboo. Um... Game of claim. The toilet paper is a good note to end on. I have to know. This is a... This is some expensive toilet paper. Uh, I don't think... I think this is the first person to ever be concerned about vegan toilet paper. Probably. Well, partner, it's, uh, it's been a fine day out here at the vegan ranch. <laughs> On the vegan where ranch. I'm growing my soybeans. <laughs> oh, uh, careful, you'll spook the lentils. Uh, oh, sorry about that. I didn't mean to do that there. Well, anyhow, Old milk stampede! Uh, i moseying along now. Be moseying along now. Uh, watch out for the walnuts, by the way. They're a little skittish. Hmm. Yeah, sure. I'm just an old cowhang. I've been washing these spuds so long. Singing my vegan song. I know every crop in these veggie fields round my way. Where eggplant's the name of the game. And lentils get cooked and served on top of romaine. Well, there won't be no compromising on the vegan trail I'm riding. Cause I only ride where the pigs and chickens run free. Cause I'm a vegan cowboy. Making friends with the cow Cause I couldn't eat one no how Vegan cowboy Eating kale and lettuce With vegans I don't even know And onions when I'm all alone that I ride is humane I don't want to cause any pain I get down on my knees and dig up my turnips the hard way and I dream of the things I'll do with some salad tongs and a big old brick of tofu well there won't be no compromising 
trail I'm riding I only ride where the goats and their kids run free Cause I'm a vegan cowboy Sharing berries and nuts, fruits and leaves and such Vegan cowboy Eating carrots for lunch, cause we're such a healthy bunch And I love my critters so much 